Welcome to today's edition of CS Computing News, in which we give you a brief but focused look at several of the biggest and most interesting technology-related stories. Our first article is, Companies Will Develop Framework for the Internet of Things. Consumer electronics companies have agreed to design a common framework for use in building products that will work with the Internet of Things. They hope this will enable products from different manufacturers, as well as older and newer products, to interoperate. This will be an important consideration for the future of the Internet of Things, in which everyday objects connect to the Internet and then dynamically discover, send data to, and otherwise communicate with one another. Proponents say the Internet of Things would create smarter products and make the Internet more dynamic. To enable such developments, the All Scene Alliance, a consortium including companies such as LG, Panasonic, Qualcomm, and Sharp, and the nonprofit Linux Foundation, have made plans to work together to design an Internet of Things product framework. Their initial effort will build on Qualcomm's open source, cross platform, Linux based AllJoin project. AllJoin includes a software framework and system services that enable interoperability among different manufacturers, internet-connected objects, and applications. Our second story is using games and puzzles to find software bugs. A new U.S. government project will use video games to identify software vulnerabilities. Software verification generally relies on engineers reviewing code for errors, which is an expensive and time-consuming activity. The U.S. Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA, has tried to reformat the math problems that verification entails into games that volunteers would find fun and be willing to play. When players find solutions and move on to the next difficulty level, they generate annotations and proofs that either find bugs or show the absence of flaws. The project is currently reviewing open source programs used by the U.S. Defense Department, as well as companies and other governmental agencies. DARPA hopes this will substantially reduce the workload of its own trained vulnerability analysts, who must examine millions of lines of code. In the long run, DARPA says, it hopes to build up a community that would regularly play games that would find vulnerabilities in all types of software. DARPA has hired several companies to build its games, which are on the agency's Veragames site, www.veragames.com. Our final story is, researchers find flaws that could let hackers attack smartphones. Security experts have identified two vulnerabilities that could let hackers exploit Android smartphones to, for example, eavesdrop on unsuspecting victims. Research with security vendor Bitdefender says one vulnerability they found involves the Widit software framework, which developers for some Android applications use to build advertising capabilities into their products. Widit has a downloader that requests numerous Android permissions it doesn't need at the time of installation, but that the application might need later. They include permissions to record audio and execute code when a phone reboots or places a call. 
And because WIDIT downloads application updates via unencrypted HTTP, hackers on unsecured Wi-Fi networks could use a man-in-the-middle attack to replace updates with malicious files. Meanwhile, vendor lookout security found a type of Android malware that could automatically make calls on a victim's phone. Two, for example, numbers are charged per call without the victim having to do anything first. Lookout says it's never seen this capability before. The vendor said the attackers could also use the hard-to-detect malware, currently found primarily in Chinese-speaking regions, to spy on infected users. Thank you for listening, and check back for another edition of CS Computing News.